Hello and welcome to the Femme Financial Freedom Podcast. This is your host, Jessica Giles, founder of Chic Money. I wholeheartedly believe that financially empowered women will save the world beginning with their own. So this is the podcast for you if you know that it's time to dissolve your debt, double your profit, feel amazing about money and create the financial freedom that you have always craved. So make yourself comfortable. Enjoy today's episode. It is your time to create Femme Financial Freedom. Hello, gorgeous, and welcome to another episode of the Femme Financial Freedom Podcast. I am so excited to have you here today, and I want to take this opportunity to thank you. I am receiving so much incredible feedback from the podcast episodes and your takeaways, what you're loving, what you want more of. And I want you to know that this isn't a one-way conversation, okay? Tag me on the socials, email me, comment, like let me know how you find these episodes, what it is that you want more of. Have a conversation with me, okay? This is not a one-way me talking at you um, conversation. I want this to be really interactive and a real partnership between you and I because your relationship with money and your relationship with your financial freedom and the vision that you are creating and bringing to life is an ecosystem, okay? It is a living, breathing relationship. And just as you wouldn't ignore your partner for a week (laughs) and expect your relationship to be in the same place, the same rings true for your relationship with your vision and your freedom and everything that you are creating okay it is a living breathing organism and relationship that you really you know ideally pour into every day and look everything that I share in my Money Mastery Academy and one of the number one blocks I hear from women when they join that program is I'm already time poor. I don't know if I have time to create financial freedom. And I'm kind of like, you don't have time not to. But I get it. I get that thing of, I've already got so much to do. Is this another thing? I don't have hours and hours to journal and meditate. Neither do I. Okay, like I get that and that's completely fine. But what it really comes down to is everything that I share in my Money Master Academy and everything through this podcast, all my content is very much geared towards integrating it into your life okay and it doesn't need to take a heap of time everything that I share with you is implementable it's actionable but what I'm going to invite you to do my love is I'm going to invite you to go to the settings on your iPhone and I'm sure that other phones have similar things and I want you to look at your screen time Okay, and so before you tell me that you don't have time to meditate for five minutes or to journal your desires for a few minutes, I want you to ensure that your screen time is less than an hour a day if that's what you're going to tell me. Okay, because if you've got time to scroll social media, you've got time to update Instagram, you've got time to look through and compare yourself to everyone on the internet, (laughs) you've got time to create your financial freedom. Okay. Everyone always has time and money for their priorities. And this is an invitation for you to update and align to your priorities and to what's really important to you. So, you know, for anyone who might be new to the Femme Financial Freedom Podcast, that was a pretty fierce butt kicking way to start this episode. (laughs) But I didn't, and I didn't intend on that. It just kind of was meant to come out. So clearly it was needed for someone. And please let me know how that was for you. (laughs) Um, It's really important to me to let those messages just flow. So 
everything that I share with you through every podcast, through my programs, through every, through my upcoming book. Oh my goodness. It is done the first round of editing. I've just um, gone through the suggested edits and tweaks and put some more content in. And oh my goodness, like I was reading this today. I was reading my book today. Oh, that sounds so crazy to say that. Like I was reading my book today and I was reading the content and I was like, Wow, you know, because obviously it's a couple of months now since I wrote some of it, and I'm looking back over it and I'm going, Oh my god, like, did I write this? Like, this is good, this needs to be out in the world. So, but again, everything I create is not about having hours and hours to just sit in the lotus pose and you know, meditate. So, every, it doesn't need to take time. But here's the key distinction there what is the story you're telling yourself? about how much time it's going to take and what are your thoughts in relation to how long it's going to take and what a beautiful way to introduce the topic of today's podcast which is don't believe everything you think okay now we have millions and trillions and I know there was some data I read recently and I wish I could recall that number which is very poor for me as an accountant but we have hundreds of thousands of thoughts a day Okay, and here's the thing, my love, there is no such thing as a neutral thought. I'm going to repeat that again. There is no such thing as a neutral thought. Every thought that you think is either creating or destroying. It's moving you closer to your desires and your financial freedom or it's moving you further away. And so today's invitation is not to believe every thought that you think. Okay, It's not, you can't believe yourself with every thought that you think. So there is no such thing as a neutral thought. You're creating or you're destroying in every moment with every thought, with every process, with every action, with every belief. That's, that's the truth of what's happening. So today I want you to really allow yourself to bring the attention to and shine the light on what are the thoughts that you think. Okay, now. When you think a thought often enough, you create a belief, okay? That's simply all a belief is. A belief is just a thought that you've thought over and over again, which has created a belief system, okay? So when you think, shit, there's not enough money to pay everything this week, and you think that, and you think that again, and you think it a few more times, and you stress about it, and you add some energy and emotion of worry, you create a belief system. And us humans are meaning-making machines and your brain does not actually know the difference between what's right or wrong, okay? Your brain literally just takes everything it's fed and, and believes it. So when you think a thought often enough and create a belief system around there's not enough money, what's going to happen is your brain is then going to go and assign a whole bunch of meaning around that and it's going to believe that and your ego who always wants to be right is going to make you right about that belief because you being right your ego being right is its very reason for existence and what matters to your ego more than anything else is that it's right so when you think a thought and a belief about not having enough money or not going far enough or whatever the case may be your body is going to send all of its resources out internally and externally to reinforce that belief okay so it's just like um you know, and I always get this word wrong. So I was going to be careful not to try and use it today, but I'm going to have to. So every thought you think creates a neural pathway. Okay. So 
Now, when you think thoughts over and over again, they become very well myelinated. I think that's the right way to say it, myelinated. So basically, you've got this neural pathway and it gets this really coil. So you're wrapping it. Think of like wrapping it in cotton each time. And the more you think it, the more it gets wrapped and wrapped and wrapped again. And so it grows and it builds and it becomes this big fat neural pathway that's very well myelinated because you've thought it so many times. And so when a new thought comes in or something happens, so say, for example, an unexpected bill comes in straight away, your body is going to take you down that well-worn neural pathway, that very well myelinated neural pathway that tells you, see, I knew there's never enough money to go around. Of course. Well, of course, this is what's happened. Okay. If you're talking to a guy that you're dating and he stops talking to you, he ghosts you, whatever the case may be, again, that thought is going to kick in. See, there's not there's not the right man out there for me or whatever the story is you're telling yourself. That well-worn neural pathway is going to show up again and again and time and time again, okay? And it's going to, without you even being consent, and here is the key distinction there, without you giving your consent that neural pathway is going to kick in and it's going to drag you down it without you even giving permission for it. So in that moment, when you go to think that thought, that is, again, no such thing as a neutral thought, it's either creating or destroying, and clearly that thought is destroying, the moment your brain goes to take you down that neural pathway, you have an incredibly powerful opportunity at your fingertips. And what that opportunity is, is to create and to begin to myelinate a new thought, a new thought that is creating, that is moving you closer, that is, you know, taking you in the step towards your dream. Now, fear and ego and those well-worn neural pathways are not going to want you to go down there. So it's going to feel icky. It's going to feel like you're lying. It's going to feel like this isn't true. Okay, it's going to feel like a very unworn neural pathway because hello, that's what it is. Because you've been telling yourself the same thought and the same story and believing the same beliefs for such a period of time that it's just, you know, it's just what you believe to be true. And the internal creates the external. So when you've got that internal belief system about money never going far enough or whatever the case may be, that's what's going to show up outside of you as well. Okay, so the work that I'm very much supporting you to do today is firstly just to become aware of the thoughts that you think and the belief systems that you've created and then secondly to change those neural pathways okay and to put in place a new thought system so what that looks like is First of all, because I'm not about just throwing pink paint around and saying some mantras and hoping they're going to overrule your belief system because they won't. So the first thing is I would encourage you for the next 24, 48 hours, basically for the rest of your life, but I'm just going to warm you up for it to start with, (laughs) is to carry a notebook around with you and or do it in the notes app of your phone or whatever it is and I want you to be mindful of the thoughts that you're thinking that you catch them okay catch them catch them and clear them okay that's the task catch and clear you're going to catch the thought and you're going to clear it by way of writing it down you're going to write that thought down now I'm also going to introduce you here to my number one numero uno never fail (laughs) 
<laughs> technique that is cancel delete. Okay. And I'm not sure if I've spoken about this on the podcast before, but basically anytime you think a thought or you take an action or someone even around you says something that is again, remember no such thing as a neutral thought. So it's creating or destroying. You're going to take that thought. You're going to catch it. You're going to clear it. And then you're going to say cancel delete. So then essentially what you've done is just like when you press backspace, when you type the wrong word, you then have a clean slate in which you can infuse and curate and create the true belief that is right for you in that moment. So what that looks like is if we take the example of see there's never enough money, you cancel, delete, catch it, clear it, write it down, cancel, delete. I always have an overflow of money available to me. Okay. Yes, it's going to feel icky. Yes, it's not going to feel right. It's always awkward before it's elegant. But the key is to create and begin to myelinate and build this new neural pathway. Okay. And look, I'm not going to lie. There are going to be times and there are going to be days when you're going to pretty well, this is going to feel like your full-time job. Okay. But I promise you, hands on heart, promise you that what is available on the other side is more than worth going there. Okay. So for example, I'm going to share a very, very personal one here with you. So when I was a single mum of my two beautiful daughters, um, you know, and I used to tell myself and think over and over, which created a belief system around there isn't a man out there that is going to be supportive of my business ambitions, that is going to love me for who I am, that's going to embrace my children and love them as their own, um, that is going to accept my woo-woo side. You know, I'm very spiritual. I'm very connected to God, Source, Universe, Team of Angels. I believe in it all. Send them all to me. You know, I'm a very multifaceted, dynamic person. And the thought that I was thinking and the belief that I was creating and the story that I was telling myself was was there's no one out there that's going to embrace all of that, (laughs) you know? And that was what I thought. And that was the belief that I created. And so that become my experience, you know, any guy that showed any interest in me. And that was another story I had that any guy that was interested in me, I wasn't interested in. And so there was, you know, no shortage of men around, but none of which I was interested in. And then my belief system that come up was that they wouldn't accept and embrace all parts of me and my business and my children and my spiritual side and da, 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 da. And so then anyone that I would connect with and I would have a conversation with or I would meet or whatever the case may be, I would find that they would be intimidated or confused or didn't feel like they had a place in my life or that I didn't need them enough or Whatever way it presented itself in my life, basically this belief system was starting to piss me off. (laughs) Sorry if there's little ears around. And I was starting to become like, oh my God, like I, I, I recognize that this is holding me back in, it wasn't moving me towards my desire of calling in love and calling in amazing relationship. And so, you know, I was like, I've got to change this. I've really got to change this. And so, you know, it wasn't easy in the sense that it wasn't hard. Like it wasn't like, you know, doing a hundred pushups or anything, but it was consistency and persistence that was required. Okay. So I had to catch myself in every moment. I thought that thought, 
I had to choose another thought. I had to choose again. And sometimes I had to choose again for the 1854th time that day. Okay. It was consistent persistency, consistent persistency. And I did that, but I will tell you that what was available on the other side of me writing that belief, rewriting that belief and changing those thoughts was, oh my God, you know, I am now in the most incredible relationship beyond what I could have dreamt of um, with someone who is, is so supportive of my business ambitions, who believes in me, who loves and adores my children as if, his own, as if they were his own and them to him. He embraces and goes along with my spiritual woo-woo side. <laughs> I remember, um, a little, maybe a little bit too much information here, but when we had not been dating all that long, um, I remember one particular evening and he said to me, what is this rock under your pillow? And it was rose quartz, of course, the stone of unconditional love. <laughs> And as it turns out, unconditional acceptance, because he was like, what is this rock? And I was like, well, you know, internal, I was thinking to myself, well, here goes nothing. You know, this is either going to be the beginning of a beautiful union or he's not the man for me. And so I was like, oh, well, that's rose quartz. And, you know, that's the crystal of unconditional love and all of that kind of thing. And he was like a little bit freaked out. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> and yeah, but obviously he accepted it. He embraced it. He now just knows that, you know, I have citrine in my bra most days, you know, the stone of wealth and abundance, of course, um, essential oils. I'm always trying to use them on him if anything's going on and he doesn't let me and I use them anyway and don't tell him. So <laughs> it all works out really well in the end. But I share that because it's all about recreating those thought patterns, choosing a different belief, choosing again in the moment, choosing that that is what I'm available for when it feels like it's the last thing that's possible and available for you. Okay. I wasn't choosing that new belief of unconditional and accepting love when someone was, you know, wondering where their part in my life was or was not interested in someone that had children or didn't want somebody that had their own business or, you know, it. <laughs> I didn't just choose this belief when my new partner came along. I chose this belief when it didn't appear that it was available and an option for me. I chose this belief when people told me I couldn't have it. I chose this belief when I was told that I had to rotational date 10 people at a time. And I was like, are you kidding me? I'm a single mum who has their daughters 12 out of 14 days. I have a business. I don't have time to date 10 different men at once, you know? And I was like, no, stuff that. I'm not available for that. I'm not interested in that. I only want one man, my man, and that's it. And that was what I got. Okay. So you get to choose. And when you get to choose is in the moment, it doesn't feel that you have that choice available to you. Okay, so that is the number one thing that I want to share with you today is that you have to exercise that choice continuously and constantly. Remember, persistent consistency or consistent persistency, whatever, either way, same in reverse. It's choosing when it doesn't feel like it's an option. Okay, it's choosing when it's not possible, it doesn't feel possible or it's not popular or whatever the case may be. Okay, it's having the courage, having the commitment, the alignment, the connection to your desire and your truth and what is meant for you and choosing it anyway. Okay. 
just to share another um, another example with you because I know we learn through stories and you can see yourself in in aspect, aspects of other people's stories. So I chose when I was, you know, I was on my own with my two daughters and I decided to do my coaching certification program, which included overseas travel. Now, I've my family aren't travellers I'd never done any traveling. I'd, I've hardly been out. I'd, at that point, I'd hardly been out of the state, let alone overseas. Didn't have a passport. And in fact, when I told my family that I was going overseas, so I, I made this choice. Like I knew it wasn't going to be popular for me to go overseas. And I knew it wasn't going to be accepted by my family. But I had a desire and I knew it was meant for me. I'm so committed to doing what I have to do to show my daughters that if you desire something strong enough and you're prepared to get behind it, to get your energy behind it, to do what's required, to show up powerfully, anything is possible, you know? And that's why I went from high school dropout to university graduate. And I submitted university assignments the night before giving birth. I sat exams with leaking breasts and a screaming newborn outside the exam venue. You know, I got those looks of... What are you studying? You know, reading a book whilst your daughter's on the playground or, you know, I don't give a crap. Like I am here to show my daughters. It's exactly the same with my single parent story. I am here to show them that you can have what you want. You can have what is meant for you and only you can determine what that is. Okay. So when I decided to do this coaching certification program, which is about so much more than myself, you know, and everything you desire is about so much more than you. This is about my children. This is about our future. Those children are my why, you know, they're why I get up in the morning. They're why I'm stressed sometimes, <laughs> but they're also my absolute why that I am 1 million percent committed to being the best I can be for them and for myself and for everyone else in my life and my clients and you guys and all of that. And I am hundred and million percent committed to doing and showing that to them because I remember before, um, just around the time that I became a single parent, um, I remember thinking to myself, you know, and it happened very suddenly becoming a single parent. And, you know, obviously I don't want to go into details of events and, you know, third parties and so forth. It's not my place to talk about in this medium, but it happened very suddenly. And I was scared. I was scared out of my mind. I, of course, all the stories of being a single parent and my children and they're not going to have their mother and father together and all of that. And I remember clear as day, a, a moment where the sky parted and the clouds dropped in and they, you know, the, the message was how can I expect, you know, what, what advice would I give my children in the situation that I'm in? If they came to me and they're like, mom, this is the situation. This is what's happened. What do I do? <laughs> and I hope and pray that they would come to me in that time and place. Um, and I sort of had the moment of going, well, what would I tell them to do? And if I would tell them to do something, I can't not have the courage to do that for myself and for them. And so that gave me bravery and courage in a moment when I didn't necessarily have it without that. And now I've completely forgot what the message with that was. Oh, that's right. The overseas coaching. So <laughs> then after that, I got a very clear download to do this coaching pro certification program. And I enrolled in it. And look, I think I enrolled early bird for like the July or October or September or something when the program didn't start until January. And my first overseas trip wasn't until March. And it took me about four months 
to work up the courage to tell my family that I was going overseas. Like that's how much overseas travel is poo-pooed in my family. (laughs) And I remember I told my family and a member of my family literally said to me, I don't know how you thought you were going to get away with this. And at that point I was a 29 year, no, I was a 30 year old woman. And I was like, um, I'm an adult, like I'm 30 years old. I'm paying for this trip myself. I'm, you know, what do you mean you know how I was going to get away with it? But this is the thing. So I had to make a choice that I was available for that, that I was going to follow my passion. I knew it wasn't going to be popular. I knew people weren't going to be happy, but I had to make that choice when it didn't feel like that choice was available to me. Okay. So Whilst I feel like today's episode has very much been about me peeling back the layers and (laughs) telling you my, (laughs) like, dear diary, this is what's happened kind of thing. But I share this because I want you to know that I'm not some fairy godmother that sits on a pedestal and life is just easy for me or everything's fallen in my lap or so forth. It is a hundred million trillion percent not the case. You know, I'm a 16, I was a 16 year old high school dropout of a public high school in the country. Um, I did not come out of the box this way. I have, you know, done so and continue to do so much work on myself to be in service and support of myself, my clients, my community and so forth. And it's my life's work. <laughs> excuse me, I'm running out of breath because I get so excited and I'm so completely committed to it. And this is the thing I want you to know. Okay. At some point you prayed for what you have available to you today. Okay. You prayed for it. You, you chose this and I know that you want to get to that next step and I know you want to get there and I know you're in a hurry and I know you want to be there yesterday and you feel like you need to be there yesterday. Here's the thing though, one of my favorite sayings, and I know I say this all the damn time on the podcast, but one of my most favorite sayings in the whole entire universe is, are you ready for it? I feel like I need to have like some pause, insert some funny, like fancy music around here. Okay, here it is. The man on top of the mountain did not fall there. Okay, think of your pinnacle. Think of your, oh my God, I've made it, I'm here moment. You're not just going to drop there from out of the clouds, okay? You're going to run in parts. You're going to walk in parts. You're going to crawl in parts. You're going to get dragged backwards, kicking and screaming in parts. And that is what is going to make it so damn valuable when you get there, okay? That is what is going to make it so damn valuable. And you will get there by thinking thoughts that you feel aren't aligned for you or not available for you. You will get there by choosing beliefs that don't even feel like they're on the realms of possibility. That, my love, is how you will get there. Okay, you know, just to um, wrap up that little story before about overseas travel, I remember I was going overseas on my own, you know, at a 16-year-old dropout, not worldly at all, from the country, and I was traveling overseas to Hawaii to be specific for my first overseas trip on my own. And in the months leading up to it, you know, I told people what I was doing and so forth. And they're like, you're going all the way over there on your own for your first time overseas. Like, that's a big deal. Who's going to be meeting you at the airport? No one. (laughs) You know, who are you traveling with? Just myself. And everyone was like, that's such a big deal. And I was like, no, 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 it's fine. Like, it's not a big deal. Anyhow, I flew from Adelaide to Sydney 
then I flew from Sydney to Honolulu. So it was I like I landed in Honolulu to the major international airport and then I had to get from Honolulu onto another plane and fly to Maui, which is one of the islands on Hawaii. And I remember I touched down in Maui. So by this point I've been traveling for like 28 hours. My bags didn't follow me. There'd been a whole heap of issues with my luggage and my first time traveling overseas, I'd way overpacked. I'd taken like two 23 kilo suitcases. I had hand luggage. Like it was, a, I was a bit of a mess. I will admit, like I had, especially by traveling for 28 hours, I had bags or well, I didn't have bags everywhere because they'd been lost. But I arrived in Maui and I was like, it was hot and humid. And I look, I must admit, I'm a jeans and scarf kind of girl. I don't really do heat all that well. And so I've touched down in Maui and I've gone, oh my God, they were right. Like it is such a big deal to travel overseas on your own. And I was having this little bit of a breakdown and I had my moment and I allowed that. And I think I had a chat to um, chat to a very dear friend of mine. And she's like, Jess, you've got this. Like you, you've been a single mom, you've overcome bushfires, you've held ponies that have been tragically injured and had to be put to sleep right in front of you. Like you've actually got this. <laughs> And then I was like, yes, yes, I do. You know, so again, you're going to have your wobbles. You're going to not know if this is perhaps the right path for you, but you're going to know deep down that it is and everything will work out as and how it should for your greater good. So my loves, that is story time with Jess (laughs) for this week's episode. I don't always share so much personal stuff, but I know that it's valuable, um, you know, for you to hear what this looks like in motion in other people's lives. So it feels vulnerable to open those parts of my life. So please do pour some love my way and let me know if that resonated with you and how, how that works for you. Um, and then I will feel safe to keep on sharing of course more and more, but yeah, my message to you today is do not believe everything you think beliefs are simply thoughts that you've thought over and over again and you can choose new thoughts and new beliefs in every moment every moment is an is an opportunity to begin again and that my love is my message for you today now one quick invitation for you and that is that one of the number one ways i would say the number one way to shift your uncover your thoughts and shift them and create new beliefs is through journaling like Seriously, I live and breathe journaling. If you do nothing else besides write and journal, you'll be all good, I promise. So I've created for you a brand new free 100 journaling prompts for the new decade, which I am beside myself excited about. Um, I launched it about a week ago. I've had so many emails and comments about how good they are, the breakthroughs, the ahas, the manifestations. So you can grab your, put your pretty little hands on a copy via the link in the course note, uh, in the show notes. And um, yeah, it's time for you to start being consciously creating your thoughts and your beliefs and getting to experience everything that you desire and more. So all of my love is with you today, beautiful think good thoughts. Remember, catch, clear, cancel, delete. Catch those thoughts, clear them by way of writing them down, crossing them out, say cancel, delete out loud or or under your breath and then choose another thought. Okay. Cancel, delete. I do that. Like if I'm having a conversation with someone and they're like, oh my God, business is so tough. And 
And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, I can't be taking this on board. I'll be like, cancel, delete, cancel, delete, cancel, delete. But under my breath so no one can hear me and choosing new thoughts. And at the same time, you know, just kind of mildly engaging in the conversation. I use it on my partner all the time. He'll say something and I'll be like, cancel, delete. (laughs) And I will literally not let him continue with the conversation until he says it. And it drives him crazy sometimes. And he'll just be a pain about it and be like, delete, cancel. And I'm just like, oh my God. (laughs) I use it on my children. I use it on anyone because it is so powerful. So That is my installment for you this week. Such an honor to have you here in this space. This is a bit of a longer episode for us today, but I trust it will be valuable for you. Remember, this isn't a one-way conversation. Tag me on the socials, share your insights with me, share this podcast with anyone you think would benefit from it. You know, if there's someone that has that negative kind of self-talk, just kind of pop the link through to them, you know, be the fairy godmother in that way. (laughs) Sending you so much love. Come over and join me on the socials, chic underscore money on Instagram, chic money on Facebook, private Facebook community, money master with style, always amazing stuff going down in there. So much love and I will look forward to seeing you again next week or talking with you again next week and hopefully seeing you on the socials and in the Facebook group. Enjoy the journaling guide, get your pretty little hands on it, put pen to paper and write that future into your reality beautiful. Have an amazing day and I'll talk to you really soon.